You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron, and I'm not doing this. I'm running about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. You can check out my picks against the spread, the Thanksgiving breakdowns of the game, not only from a betting perspective, but for fantasy football. I also have my stardom sit-em column there that's updated as we go along the week once we find out a little bit more information about some of these things going on. It's a comprehensive look at the rankings and our starts and advice, and that's what we break down more in detail for you here on Locked on Fantasy Football. So, it's matchup Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving. It's a special Thursday. We have three games here to check out. So whenever you're listening to this, uh, good luck with your Bills, Lions, Giants, Cowboys, Patriots, and Vikings when you're playing them this week. But if you have some questions about those wide receivers and tight ends uh, and defenses, what to play here on Turkey Day, we've got your advice for you. If you missed our show, at looking at the quarterbacks and running backs, you can check it out. So, comprehensive look at all the positions, the matchups, the breakdowns. That was what we do here on Locked on Fantasy Football In-Depth. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. We're free and available to you on all platforms. It's very special to me. It's Thanksgiving. You guys listening, I appreciate you all. However you're listening, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, really Great uh, to have you aboard. Crossover Thursday, that's what it is as we break down all the games here with our hosts crossing over. And the matchups, a full slate of games here in Week 12. It's presented by our friends at Price Picks. Price Picks is so much fun and it's easy to play. No competing with other players, just you versus projections available. You can play that Thursday Thanksgiving slate as well. Pick two to five players if they score more or less than their Price Picks projection. You can win up to ten times your money on your entry. You can literally take... Fewer than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love price picks, and we know you will too. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com, promo code locked on. All right, let's uh, dive into the wide receiver rankings. These are the players that uh, you definitely want to play this week, and these are 25 guys that I like. No matter what, you're going to put them in your lineups uh, unless you are deciding between some of the guys higher in the rankings who are loaded this position. So this is how I break them down this week. Looking at Stefan Diggs, digging in, second helping here. He was mad, remember, at Ford Field last week. He wasn't getting the ball, then all of a sudden he got a touchdown. Not high volume as the Bills kind of control that game against the Browns, but Diggs should destroy the Lions. It's a reunion with another NFC North team for the former Vikings. So Diggs is number one on the board. He's been the number one receiver in fantasy for most of the season with his touchdowns and work downfield. Great matchup. No Cooper Cup involved, so Diggs is the man here. Devontae Adams, he's been bringing it here of late. He is the Raiders' entire passing game. With no Darren Waller, no Hunter Renfro, we know Derek Carr has only eyes for Devontae Adams. And the Seahawks, uh, they're going to have a corner as well that's going to be a little bit confident. Tariq Woolen, a rookie. But he is a rookie. He's got nice size, but they'll scheme Adams open. That's what we saw against the Broncos last week. It didn't matter that Pat Sertain, too, was on the field. It didn't matter they double-teamed him. They kept throwing to him until... He got the game-winning touchdown, split the defense, and won in overtime. So, Devontae Adams is feeling it here with Derek Carr. This is what we were expecting, that chemistry to just be uncanny. And he's really revved up as he's become a target and attention hog here for Derek Carr is what we wanted here for Adams, away from Aaron Rodgers. 
Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, a little double dose of Dolphins for you against the Texans. Look, it's a lot of deep passing. These guys can run past that cover too. You also have Derek Stingley Jr., the rookie corner. He was banged up, missed the game last week with a hamstring injury. So it's going to be a lot of Hill and Waddle early. Get them the lead and then turn it over to Jeff Wilson Jr. and Reed Mostert. A lot of speed on the field. Fast track of Miami. Good night, Texans. The Texans are just a mess here. I think there'll be some turnovers as well. So some short fields here for Hill, Waddle, and these uh, running backs to go off there. So love both of those receivers at 3 and 4 this week. Jamar Chase, if he returns, destroyed the Titans with a very good game with a lot of short passes in the playoffs. So if he's going to return there, he's definitely in the top 5 this week. Justin Jefferson, the Patriots, you figure, the one thing they're going to try to take away with their secondary, they have some guys there, Jack Jones, and uh, some of their other corners that might to try to contain Jefferson. So look for that little bit bracket. But he's Justin Jefferson. He doesn't fall any further down than six. DeAndre Hopkins, he's the man. He's the whole offense right now. Rondell Moore is hurt. Greg Dorch had to replace Rondell Moore. There's no Zach Ertz. We'll see about Marquise Hollywood-Brown returning against the Chargers. But DeAndre Hopkins, it doesn't matter if it's Kyler Murray, which uh, looks less likely now. Colt McCoy has been targeting like nuts. DeAndre Hopkins, number seven. A.J. Brown, uh, disappointing last week against the Colts in that uh, matchup with Stephon Gilmore. I know there's a little bit of Jair Alexander on the other side, but Alexander's not a dominant corner. We've seen that at times with Terry McLaurin burning him, among others. So A.J. Brown I like this week at number eight. Gabe Davis, he's been a solid wide receiver too. I know it gets frustrating because he's a little bit boomer bust, but we've seen some consistency out of his usage and targets the past couple weeks. So that's a good sign here, and he can smash the Lions away from Dick. So two... Bills receivers in the top 10 this week. Debo Samuel, keep it coming. Get him involved in the running game. It doesn't matter. Just get him touches there. He had a big game against the Cardinals. The Saints really can't stop him. So Debo, I like all over the field here. Maybe a little bit more run in the passing game. Mari Cooper, we've been trying to knock this guy down, but he does well at home. Last week was his first big road game. The Bills secondary just could not have any answers. The Bucks have struggled there on the back end and high volume there with Amari Cooper. He comes in at number 11 as a wide receiver. One, CeeDee Lamb, a little bit worried about the volume after not doing too much last week. I think this game will be a little bit more competitive, but still running based here for the Cowboys. So CeeDee Lamb comes in at 12 to round out our wide receiver ones and 12-team leagues. D. Higgins. If uh, Chase comes back, and I think that helps Higgins. Higgins had a monster game last week, 148 receiving yards against the Steelers as the number one. But again, I think Chase actually helps Higgins and Tyler Boyd quite a bit, and really Hayden Hurst, because he opens up the rest of the field for these guys, and the attention is less there. So I love Higgins this week at 13. Mike Evans returns from the bye. He's uh, been disappointing for some, but he can roast this Brown secondary. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, that Seahawks dynamic duo. The Raiders cannot cover either of these guys. Nate Hobbs, ever since he's been hobbled and hurt, that's opened up the slot. That's good for Lockett, but they interchange Metcalf and Lockett there in the slot. They play outside. I think these guys will do much better than Cortland Sutton and Kendall Hinton did last week for the Broncos against the secondary. So Metcalf and Lockett locking in. I think they both can score in this game, along with Kenneth Walker as the Seahawks, I think, are going to dominate the Raiders there and give a little lot of garbage time for Devontae Adams in that game to put up numbers. Terry McLaurin gets the Falcons secondary. A.J. Terrell is a little bit healthier, but still not trustworthy in coverage. And McLaurin was quiet last week. That's because they played the Texans. Not much neither. The Falcons could actually put up a little bit of fight here. And uh, again, Commanders uh, wish it was on the fast track in Atlanta, but still okay with uh, playing him with Taylor Heineke this week. Chris Olave, you don't take him out of the lineup. The Saints uh, are pretty good in getting him the ball. The 49ers secondary, not the same. They have uh, 
Lenore there that has had to play a young corner with Emmanuel Mosley on the shelf here. So Olave will still get his numbers maybe garbage time. Christian Kirk, this matchup seems a little tough with Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters, but he can work the slot. He should get volume here as the Ravens should go up. Imara St. Brown, I have him firmly as a wide receiver too. That's the consistency. We'd like some touchdowns and that big playability back, but it's going to be hard when he doesn't have a lot there. So he needs really Jameson Williams or Josh Reynolds. D.J. Chark has just been a guy here, so... Well, no uh, really effectiveness from DeAndre Swift and no TJ Hawkinson. It kind of hurt Amon Ross St. Brown in his value here for the Lions, uh, weirdly. Brandon Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire. All he does is score touchdowns. Though. Jimmy Garoppolo locked in. Only two catches last week. They both were scores against the Cardinals. So Brandon Ayuk, bring it. Maybe a little bit of Arizona State juice there in Mexico City against the Arizona team. But the Saints really can't cover him. They've been really bad at the number two corner. Paulson Adebo all season. Chris Godwin got his uh, touchdown before the bye against the Seahawks. So that's good news. The Browns secondary has not played all that well. Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom. So like uh, Evans and Godwin this week is another dynamic duo to watch after Hill Waddle and Metcalf Lockett. Cortland Sutton, he's the guy now for the Broncos with no Jerry Judy. I don't know if Judy's going to play this week. And the Panthers' secondary is kind of tough with J.C. Horn. So I wouldn't expect a big game from Sutton the way Russell Wilson is playing. But he acts like a wide receiver three as wide receiver one in Denver's offense. Michael Pittman Jr., I like that matchup a lot against the Steelers. He started to get a little bit more run last week to have a solid fantasy game with Matt Ryan. So... They can't really cover him the size, strength inside, working uh, the big slot and on the outside. Here for Michael Pittman, Devonta Smith, he probably will get the favorable matchup. Remember, the Packers had to reshuffle their secondary without Eric Stokes, so he should not see Jerry Alexander, we hope. But anyway, Brown and Smith both can't be covered in that situation. So love Devonta Smith. He's uh, come on strong here, especially with no Dallas Goddard to cut into his targets anymore in fantasy. So... There you have it. There's a look at your wide receiver rankings. Those are my top 25 this week. Those are guys that you should play no matter what this week. We will get into the rest of the wide receivers, the starts and advice, and then looking at our tight end ranking starts and sits, as well as our defensive streaming rankings and starts and sits here on Locked On Fantasy Football. This episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. And really, BetterHelp is exactly what it is for you. The online therapy leader here that you're going to really enjoy your experience. And uh, look, therapy is something that all of us could use in our life. Uh, we have to solve problems every day. It can get even tougher during the holidays. We know that with Thanksgiving and Christmas, a lot of uh, things to balance around with family and and maybe situations we're put into that we're not in all year round here. And uh, we need to kind of manage ourselves and uh, Really make sure that we're operating on the highest level. And really, therapy has helped me do that for sure. And everyone deserves to feel their best. And BetterHelp Therapy Online is going to make it easier for you to get started. As the world's largest therapy service, they've reached and matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. It's all the benefits of in-person therapy. Plus, it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable for you as well. So you can't beat that here at BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking with that therapist, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. There's no more waiting rooms, no more traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. BetterHelp Therapy Online is going to get you there. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash locked on. That's BetterHelp. That's help. H-E-L-P. BetterHelp. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash locked 
on. All right, it is uh, time to continue the show here on Locked on Fantasy Football in a moment. We're going to look at the wide receiver starts and sits, those tougher decisions at the position that aren't the no-brainers and our wide receiver ones and twos this week. Thanks for making Locked on Fantasy Football your first little day, and thanks really for listening to us all season long and off season. We're here for you. We're breaking it down from a fantasy football perspective on Locked on Network, and we're really happy to give you the information you need, and we really... Thank you for being on board. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard, behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's continue looking at our wide receivers, shall we? George Pickens. Wow, what a player this kid is turning out to be. It's happening. It's just starting early with Kenny Pickett to George Pickens. Deontay Johnson, what's happening to him? He's kind of disappeared. But Pickens is your clear number one now in Pittsburgh. We knew this was going to happen at some point. He had the big preseason, and they moved Chase Claypool. So it was all lining up for Pickens and Pickett. That switch to the quarterback, to the rookie away from Mitchell Trubisky was the last thing that needed to happen. And Pickens as delivered. And they even missed on a connection. They came back and scored there with that uh, receiver. So I know the Colts are pretty tough there against uh, wide receivers. But I think uh, when you look at Pickens, uh, hopefully he'll get away from Stefan Gilmore and Deontay Johnson will be on him a little bit more. And that will help Pickens. But he's just too good right now to sit. He's a wide receiver three every week in seasonal. All right, let's look at uh, Amar, uh, look at uh, Al Lazard, I should say, and Christian Watson. Amari Cooper is definitely a start this week. He's hot. Uh, Al Lazard is a little bit cold. He had 11 targets last week, but a lot of drops. He had an opportunity to score a touchdown there against the Titans. It just didn't work out. It was very frustrating to watch if you were a Lazard manager to see that. It is a tough matchup this week against Darius Slay, but Slay is not completely shut down in a way, and you can also move Lazard inside a little bit to move him, interchange him with Randall Cobb, so that's going to help. But I think you have to play them. This is their offense. I mean, I think they'll be contained in the running game. You just really have Aaron Jones, Al Lazard, and Christian Watson as well. So Watson, again, a big touchdown threat. doesn't matter with the high volume. He's the guy that they look in the red zone. You figure at least some garbage chances here for Lazard and Watson to score. And again, just baseball and volume, I think the Eagles will have a big lead, and the Packers are going to have to throw quite a bit. It may be mixed results there with the scores. And it's hard to trust Aaron Rodgers there, but I do like these receivers because there's really not much else you can go. They're not really thrown to Robert Tunyon enough. Uh, Randall Cobb is in the mix a little bit, but... Again, Lazard and Watson, you just hope for the best. I think they drop into wide receiver three territory here in deeper leagues. Jacoby Myers, he's pretty solid. He's not spectacular or exciting, but he has a chance to maybe score or get over 100 yards this week. That'll be great. Vikings secondary is pretty weak. We know that overall with uh, Patrick Peterson. They'll scheme Myers open here as the best source of passing production this week. Curtis Samuel. Love him. He's had a big year as a wide receiver three. He's been pretty consistent. He's being used as a rusher inside the red zone as well, but gets the Falcons this week and knows them well from his Panthers days. So I love that matchup. I also love the Chargers at the Cardinals. Byron Murphy, we'll see if he can return to the top corner with a back injury, but Marco Wilson has been terrible. We saw them give him four touchdown passes last week. They got to destroyed in the red zone by Brandon I.E. Palmer is very similar to that. Keenan Allen is your main possession receiver there. And especially if uh, Gerald Everett doesn't play, who's kind of the tight end who can take advantage of that matchup most, I think you look at Keenan Allen with a lot of upside 
this week. Garrett Wilson, I think he's going to get it done this week. I think he'll have a quarterback change to possibly Mike White. It doesn't matter. I mean, someone will push the forward pass a little bit better. The Bears secondary too weak to stop Garrett Wilson as they try to get the passing game a little bit going for the Jets to try to win a game. Donovan Peoples-Jones, again, he's been pretty consistent, got a touchdown. The Buccaneers are pretty weak in coverage now. Carlton Davis, the rest of their guys haven't been as good this season. So Peoples-Jones, by volume, well as well gets it done. He's been more of a possession receiver with some big playability. I think that'll be unlocked a little bit the latter with Deshaun Watson returning in Week 13 against the Texans. Tyler Boyd, I think uh, having Chase and Higgins in the mix is going to open things up for Boyd. It's Sometimes uh, the way it works with the uh, fantasy is that you want those bigger receivers to be there to draw coverage and attention and create that, and that's what you're going to see with Boyd and Higgins this week as they go nuts. And Boyd did light up the Titans in the playoffs, and the Titans just got eaten up by Randall Cobb in the slot. They're pretty thin at corner at this point. Speaking of slot, inside Paris Campbell can have another nice uh, volume-based game. Again, he's pretty much replaced Alec Pierce here ahead of... Uh, him, the rookie, he's getting involved behind Michael Pittman Jr., just the style of this offense of getting the ball out quickly into space. Paris Campbell's provided that. Traylon Burks, no chasing the game last week. It's a good matchup against the Bengals. No GW, Wuzier. We saw, again, a similar receiver, rookie receiver, but size and speed. George Pickens deliver against the Bengals secondary. I think you'll see Traylon Burks do that from Ryan Tannehill. Drake London did score last week. He didn't do all that much, but London is the main guy without Kyle Pitts. And he should get the key targets here against the Commanders, who still have a pretty weak secondary despite the improvements of late. Al Robinson, he's the only game in town for the Rams. Did score last week. We'll see who the quarterback is, but should be some garbage time potential for a touchdown for Al Robinson. And another Robinson, Demarcus Robinson, caught all nine targets last week for 128 yards. So he's going to be a tough matchup for the Jaguars as Lamar Jackson really trusts him as his best outside receiver. Now, let's go into the guys I don't like this week. Darius Slayton. Against the Cowboys, maybe a little Trayvon Diggs. I just don't like any receiving and passing games against the Cowboys in that defense. DJ Moore can't do it. Pat Sertain, too, is going to be mad about the Devontae Adams matchup. He'll deliver. Deontay Johnson has just disappeared here. Not scoring a touchdown. Now getting even used less here. And uh, Kenny Pickett just doesn't feel it with him. Brandon Cooks, he's probably going to see Xavier Howard. That usually doesn't work well. We saw that a couple weeks ago with Amari Cooper. Darnell Mooney, doesn't matter if he gets Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, or has to play on the inside. He's going to get swallowed up. No touchdown to save him this week. Nico Hollins, I'm not going there either. With Davis Mills struggling and to get the ball downfield, I think he'll be under pressure. So not feeling it with Nico Collins, especially still with a growing injury. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, so just stop trying it. I mean, they're going to pivot to other guys. We saw it with Sky Moore. We saw it with Justin Watson. We saw it for increased role for Travis Kelsey. We saw Jody Fortson. They're going to try to get the ball to anyone other than Marcus Valdez-Scantling, regardless of what you have with Juju Smith-Schuster, Kadarius Tony, and Michael Hardman. MBS is just so limited as a deep threat. They just have other guys stepping up in that capacity. Adam Thielen not going to play slot receivers against the Patriots. I know they have struggled a little bit there in the middle, but uh, really on the outside, Jalen Mills is my concern. So really not going with Adam Thielen. This week, he hasn't really done much. Either Michael Gallup, speaking of not doing much, he's just disappeared here from the Cowboys offense. Devin Duvernay, we've been trying to make Devin Duvernay happen as the number one receiver without Rashad Bateman, but he's a slot guy, he's a track guy, he's not really the outside number one that he should be or can be. He's more return guy, that type of player, gadget player. So Demarcus Robinson is clearly the number one. I'm not trusting Duvernay with the very limited volume, especially with uh, Mark Andrews healthy and Matt Collins, no. So Yawks are pretty good on the outside there, so not going to Matt Collins at all this week. So there you have it. There's a look at your uh, wide receiver starts and sits for the week here on Locked on Fantasy Football. We will close with our tight end matchups as well as our defense and uh, special teams recommendations here on Locked on 
fantasy football. And uh, we do have an exciting uh, betting partner here at Locked On Fantasy Football. It is bet online. It's a great time of year to get on everything. You got World Cup, you got NBA in full swing, NHL is here. Got some golf coming up around the corner. College football bigger games are here. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there from football to basketball. We know with the NFL and NBA to soccer with World Cup and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today. Or use a mobile device to uh, get into what uh, they're providing there at Bet Online and learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, this episode of Locked On Fantasy Football is also brought to you by Simply Safe Home Security. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting off, you want to listen right now. You can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes such as burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50%. Yeah, it's 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season, starting with Thanksgiving all the way through Christmas and the New Year. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind for the holidays, which we want. Here's why I love it. They've got great technology there, and uh, really their monitoring agents are also great. to uh, Open 24-7 there for you to check uh, if there's a break-in or disturbance that uh, there needs to be police dispatch for. And they also have amazing tech support staff. So on top of the high-tech sensors, security cameras, crystal clear HD, they got people there. If something were to be a little off, they're going to make sure that you're Locked in with what you need from Simply Safe. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report. That's for a third year in a row. In emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agencies, fast protect technology, exclusive from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real, so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to say big. On the only security system I would recommend, get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/slash on NFL. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, it is uh, time to close the show. We're going to go through the tight ends and defenses. A lot more pool of tight ends available, and you just have to play some of these guys now based on the way the landscape is. Travis Kelsey, what can we say? He had a two-touchdown game that turned into a three-touchdown game. He's had a four-touchdown game. He leads the NFL in receiving touchdowns. Kelsey making a case for the best fantasy pick of any position this year. Mark Andrews should rebound, find the end zone against the Jaguars. He's at number two. George Kittle, big game, finally. Two touchdowns there against the Cardinals in that can't-lose matchup. The Saints are much tougher against the tight end, but he's George Kittle. You don't sit him at the stage with his upside. Pratt Freemuth operating as a slot receiver for the Steelers. That's going to help him in that Colts matchup. TJ Hawkinson should get some uh, free run here against the Patriots. They can be vulnerable. They do have Kyle Duggar, who can contain tight ends at times, but you figure the attention is going to be on Justin Jefferson. That's going to open things up for Hawkinson. Dalton Schultz, I like this week as well, is at home against the Giants. Uh, I think you'll see some underneath passes there from Dak Prescott to working off the running game. You have Tyler Higby. He's got to play at the Chiefs. Uh, he's probably their best source of offense other than Allen Robinson. So, based on volume, based on the matchup, Tyler Higby is in there. Now, here's some other tight ends I like this week. Dave and Joku, very quiet last week. They targeted Harrison Bryant a few times in the end zone. It was all about the receivers. I think Njoku will get into it as uh, Cooper and Peoples-Jones will draw more coverage attention. That's going to help Njoku in the middle of the field. So 
Njoku's only had one touchdown, but I think this is a good volume game for him against the Buccaneers and their struggles. Against tight end covered, Dawson Knox, another big game on the way in terms of volume. You get a nice one leading the team and receiving against the Browns. Gerald Everett returns. It's the best matchup. Not in Seattle in fantasy against the Cardinals this week. The other one is Foster Moreau. Morrow against the Seahawks. So Seahawks, Cardinals, those are our cheat codes here for tight end production. So if Everett returns, we'll watch it. I, I'm not sure I would go with Stone Smart or Trey McKitty or anywhere in that direction if uh, Everett doesn't play, but that's a good thing to look at. And Morrow, again, the Seahawks, a good chance he scores a touchdown in that matchup. Evan Ingram, you should return from the back injury. And the Ravens do give it up to the tight end and inside receivers a little bit more than the outside. Logan Thomas loved him leading... The Commanders in receiving yards last week in Houston, so I like him at home against the Falcons, who give up quite a bit to the tight end. Hayden Hurst playing off those guys again. When you have Chase and Higgins, and boy, that's also going to help Hayden Hurst in coverage here. you got to throw a lot. Remember, the volume is going to be pretty high for the Bengals here, especially Joe Mixon battling a concussion. And again, the Titans being such a dominant run defense. Will Disley, he's the guy of choice I like over Noah Fant this week because, again, he gets a nice matchup against the Raiders. Good chance to score a touchdown here for Will Disley at tight end. So a lot of good tight end options actually this week. One of them is not Greg Dolchich. I'm done with Greg Dolchich. He has that big game against the Jaguars as a rookie in his debut, but the connection has just been off with Russell Wilson. You're also getting Jeremy Chin back, potentially, for the Panthers, so oof, not good there for Dolchich in coverage. Juwan Johnson, touchdown dependent. You can play him for that, but don't expect much else against the 49ers. Cole Komet against the Jets. The Jets are pretty tough there in the middle of the field at safety and linebacker as well. Tyler Conklin not going to feel it. The Bears don't give up much of the tight end. Much easier to run on and throw to the outside on. Hunter Henry still splitting for some reason with Jonah Smith who lost a fumble last week. I don't buy it. Hunter Henry's making some plays but not a volume there. Austin Hooper I know he had two touchdowns last week. One from Derrick Henry. One from Ryan Tannehill. I'm not chasing that in the matchup against the Bengals. Mike Gusecki you want to roll the dice for a touchdown, that's fine. I don't still don't think they'll need him with Hill and Waddle and Mostert and Wilson this week. Trey McBride is not seeing enough from him filling in for Ertz, so not going to play him against the Chargers this week. All right, let's uh, cut into our uh, defense and special teams right now. 49ers at home against the Saints and Andy Dalton like that. Cowboys at home against the Giants on Thursday. Ravens at the Jaguars, so they're still playing great defense. Eagles at home, Sunday night emotional hometown Prime time bump, I should say, for the Eagles. Chiefs get that against the Rams in the 425 game. Shell of an offense there. Broncos at the Panthers. They're in a good matchup against Sam Darnold. You got the Jets at home against the Bears, maybe without Justin Fields and his running. Even if it's Fields, I do like the Jets. Remember, Fields does give it up and turn it over quite a bit. The Bills at Detroit, I don't love it on the road, but still Jared Goff can make mistakes. And the Patriots, they're an every week play. I think every time they're out there, just because they can make plays and they're pretty effective under Bill Belichick. All right, let's look at the rest here. Dolphins at home against Davis Mills. Mills is not very good on the road. Colts at home, emotional home time. Primetime bump there against the Steelers, against Kenny Pickett. I do also like the Steelers. TJ Watt on the other side as Matt Ryan drops back and creates some problems. The commander is getting Chase Young back, and uh, really this Falcons offense not as good when they can't run, so it's a good spot there. Seahawks at home against the Raiders. Raiders don't give up too much fantasy points, but Seahawks have a good pass rush. They can get it going here and have a solid game. Panthers on the other side of that Broncos matchup, really low total. I think they'll have a good game as well. Let's look at the guys I wouldn't play. Bengals and Titans avoid both of those. I think that's going to be a sneaky, higher-scoring, clean game between those two. I'm not playing the Buccaneers at the Browns. The Browns' offense has been too good. The Vikings, not going to trust them against the Patriots. Patriots are going to protect the ball. 
Really not a lot of sacks and uh, takeaways from Mac Jones of late. He's uh, kind of been the caretaker role, so I'm not going to go there. Bears, I'm not going to play. They're just too bad of a defense. They don't make enough plays to go with the Jets, especially if it's non-Zach Wilson. They're starting for New York. And finally, the Saints, they marched away with some good numbers against the Rams, but it's not happening against that explosive 49ers offense this week. So there you have it. There's a breakdown of your Matchups for wide receiver, tight end, defense, special teams, your rankings, your start-sit advice there across positions. That's what we do. Comprehensive matchup Thursday, and we're thankful that you listen, and we're going to keep giving it you the top fantasy football advice that we can all the way to the end of the season and all throughout the offseason here. So we really appreciate we, you. We do. Stay safe. Enjoy time with your family. Enjoy the football here on Thanksgiving. We'll catch you there to close the week on a Friday. We'll look at uh, the DFS Picks of the week when we look at uh, DraftKings and FanDuel and Price Picks. And of course, injury updates you need to know going into the Sunday and Monday game. So all that good stuff there unlocked on Fantasy Football. Happy Thanksgiving once again. Thanks for making us your first listen. Now your next listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. For Locked On Fantasy Football, this is Vinny Iyer. Good luck. Your Thanksgiving day starts here, and we'll catch you there Friday to break it down from DFS perspective.